It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Under the Covers, presented by Noisy Buckets. Uh, this is Jacob, joined once again by Mike and Clay, back for the best bets. Uh, you know, 10 winners for the weekend. Uh, and, uh, guys, uh, great, great week six ahead of us. What up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> uh, we're back for more this week. Struggled last week with a two and three week on the last second play in Tuscaloosa to the Ole Miss Rebels. So, we had a three and two week wrapped up, turns into two and three, but we're turning the calendar and this is where the winners come. Oh yeah, it's October. It's better late than never for me. Finally hitting the above five hundred week three and two. Um, shout out to Memphis running back a kickoff to kill my four and one. <laughs> that was a crazy game. Also, huge uh, Tiger High hype last that last week. Everybody was riding high after that game. Even oh my God! They beat they're a four, bad. They're four and zero frauds. Four and zero frauds. Yeah, they're they're still not good. No, no, they're 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 headed. They don't you know they don't have to play UCF this year, so they're they're they escaped that whooping, but um, which is unfortunate. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's uh, go. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Last week was. Not as good of a slate uh, as the week before, but we're kind of back into – there's actually a lot of – I was looking at it earlier. There's a lot of SEC teams on by this week. I think there's like six teams on by, which is kind of weird. Uh, but um, so, uh, but there's a couple good matchups. I'm sure you all got some of them in there. So uh, we'll go ahead and let uh, Clay lead it off. All right. This week I've been preaching sim- simple the last couple weeks. Yeah. This week is simple and getting back to the basics, what has gotten us paid the last couple of years. And we're starting out on Friday night with our favorite team from the last two years, UCF traveling to Cincinnati over under 60. UCF will score 60 on their own. Last week they were up 56 to nothing on UConn before Randy Edsel played his starters to the last whistle. Meanwhile, Cincinnati last two weeks have scored 35 against Miami, Ohio, and last week scored 52 against Marshall. Shout out Port Shop and his money line. This 60 is way too low. This is a Friday night winner before your Saturday morning slate gets going. UCF, Cincy, over 60, big. Love that. That's going to be an electric Friday night game. Make it into the 70s here by one, one of the sides, I'm hoping. It will. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're taking uh, the over the over in uh, Cincy UCF Friday night. Don't forget about it. Get your bet in. Um, and, uh, Mike, what you got? Here's your second winner for Friday night. Just go ahead and take Central Florida minus four uh, for that game in Cincy Friday night. Uh, like Clay said, I definitely think Central Florida can score as many as they want. The Bearcats have dropped three straight – um, while getting outscored 113-39 to 39 in this uh, series. Uh, with a team being a few weeks out from their loss from Pitt, talking about Central Florida offensively, I think they're going to be back to clicking and should break away from Cincy because defensively, um, they've, their offensive line, uh, Cincinnati, they've given up 14 sacks already this year, ranked 96 in yards per play on offense as well. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I like that line as well. I think uh, UCF, uh, they've got like two good quarterbacks. They got Winbush that haven't even played all season. Uh, he's kind of been in and out. And um, and then Gabriel. So, um, yeah, so we'll uh, take UCF minus four. Uh, once again, that's on Friday. So don't forget about that game. Um, uh, Clay, what do you got next? All right, next, we're just going to keep riding teams that we've always rode in my two years on the pod. We have Mizzou minus 24-and-a-half at home versus Troy. Mizzou, first week, like I've said, was a fluke. They've covered ever since. Troy's defense allowed 50 to Arkansas State, 47 to Southern Miss. Kelly Bryant and Mizzou rolling big this weekend in their revenge tour after getting embarrassed by Wyoming week one. And it looks like we haven't heard much, so it doesn't look like Mizzou's bowl ban is getting uh, overturned. So there, each game is a de facto bowl game for Mizzou. Got to keep that in mind. I mean, you're right. We hadn't really hadn't heard much about them since that first week. Um, I mean, we're, they, we're in the beginning of October, and we haven't heard, so I would imagine we won't hear. Yeah. So and, we're, sleeping, uh, we're sleeping on the Sun Belt then for Troy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and they took care of – Missouri took care of South Carolina pretty easily last week. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, Bryant looks, you know, looks pretty steady, throwing for a lot of yards. So, I like that call. Uh, it's a big line, but Troy's down. So, um, what's your uh, what's your second game, Mike? Well, my second game is a team that both of these teams you could cheer for because they they do a great job in service our serve our country well. Air Force at Navy, the totals forty five. We're hitting the under. Last week, Navy played against Memphis, as we know. Uh, Memphis screwed us both. Clay and I on our picks last week, but um, that was the first time Navy's hit the over all year long, thanks to that bullshit kickoff return, like I said, in the first half. I was in the bathroom, and I had left, like, all right, Navy scored, that's cool, go go to the bathroom, go get a couple more beers, and then <laughs> I hear cannons, boom, and somebody's like, uh, there was a kickoff ramp back, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Memphis loves uh, running kickoffs back. Oh, yeah. But both of these teams, they run triple option, limits total possessions, keeps the clock mm-hmm. moving. Service Academy games since 2006, 31 and 8 on the under. Air Force is ranked 16th, and Navy is ranked second with time on the field offensively. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, it's a good Service Academy game. Like you said, thank them for their service and uh, get that. Uh, Get that uh, under. Also, too, uh, since y'all the tweet earlier, it looks like one of the the mascots uh, or something like that. One of the mascots passed away, so uh, I think it was for Air Force. Uh, I'll look that up. But um, <clears throat> well, yeah, it's not coming up. But anyway, oh yeah. So you got uh, the under in the Service Academy game. So we'll go ahead and move on to your third game, Clay. All right, just a little tidbit since you brought up Memphis returning kicks back. Up until 2014, the last time they had returned a kick was 96 against the Vols when they beat Peyton Manning. They had the longest drought of any kickoff return. Since 2014, they have the most in the country and lead by, I believe it's three. I saw the stat earlier this week. But since that time, they do have the most in the country by far. Just a little Tiger High stat for you. And his name was Tony Pollard. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Tony Pollard helps out things a lot. All right, next. We're just going to keep it simple. Do what we do. Iowa, Michigan, under 47 and a half, 
Shea Patterson sucks. Take the under. Michigan can't score. <laughs> hey, don't don't ever forget. We we won't. We definitely won't let you forget that uh, Shea Patterson sucks here. Just you will never have to worry about. <laughs> never forgetting um, that. Never. Um, yeah, they're Michigan. Really, uh, you know, they're kind of uh, after that loss to Wisconsin. Everybody's kind of you know wrote, written them off. We'll see if they can do anything this year, but uh, I really doubt it with uh, Shea running that. So. Uh, what was the call again there? What was the line? Under 47 and a half. Under 47 and a half. Uh, all righty. Well, uh, Mike, what's your third? Moving on to a team we definitely lost money fading last week, but I can't look away from this line. Vanderbilt's traveling to Ole Miss. Give me Ole Miss laying seven. Uh, John, John Reese Plumley looked like a guy who's just going to bring Ole Miss back in a couple years, I think. Uh, had over 100 yards rushing and – T-Town against the Alabama defense, which is probably still running gassers during this bye week because the defense looks so bad. Uh, Vanderbilt is terrible. Clay has told you this every week. He's told you this every week last year. Let's just keep it. Jacob hates to hear it. I hate to hear it. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. It's a nice refresher. Let the Rebs get back home, get the offense moving in the right direction. They got a little momentum coming out of Alabama. Didn't get completely embarrassed. Um, and plus, Vandy's ranked 129th on defense uh, in nice. yards per play. So, they have not covered at all this year. Yeah. Even to NIU last week. So. Yeah, like they barely won that game. I kind of ha- had them in one of my parlays as like a, an easy cover and, you know, didn't help me out there. No. At all. So. I think I had a seven and a half and they won by six. So, screw them. So- so as I Betty maybe Butt says, "Come on, ribs." <laughs> I'm maybe one week away from being off Vandy, off the wagon. So we'll, we'll, you'll be about four weeks too late. Four weeks too late. You're, hey, you're not wrong. Um, so you got um, you got the Ole, Ole Miss Vandy game. Uh, you're taking Ole Miss. Um, I like that call. Uh, there's always you. There, there, you, you don't like that call, Commodore. Mm-hmm. Well, no, hey, I mean, I told you, I'm, I'm close, but I, this, there's always some like fireworks. There's some uh, every now and then we'll get some fireworks in one of the in uh, the Vandy Ole Miss games. So hopefully, hopefully there's uh, some uh, some good uh, TV on Saturday. I feel like uh, Jacob does this podcast in his uh, gold Jay Cutler jersey, but that might just be me. No, that's actually on a frame uh, above my bed, so I I don't pull it out uh, just for podcasts. It's only much more special. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh we'll go ahead and move on uh to to your next one clay all right well i'm in raleigh durham this week for work so being in durham we have to take the duke blue devils it's only appropriate to. duke last friday night under the lights in blacksburg went in there and handed Botech its worst loss since joining the acc 35 points in Lane Stadium. So that means Duke has had an extra day of rest, come back home, and they got a Pitt team coming to town who beat Delaware 17-14 to last Saturday. This Pitt team two weeks ago beat UCF in what we'll consider now a fraud game. They got lucky. They also earlier this year lost at UVA 30-14, to which outside of Memphis might be the most fraudulent top 25 team of the season. Oh, yeah. Duke minus four and a half. At home against Pitt, hear me out right now. Duke might be the second best team in the ACC. Whoa! Without Daniel Jones, 
Hot take. Maybe he's overrated. Maybe he's overrated for a reason. (laughs) Is Fuente Fuente needing to be worried? For his job? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I think so. I sent you all the the Dan Wolken tweet where he's like – Basically, the most ignorant statement, like, yeah, it's he's been very bad at Virginia Tech, but I still think he's a good coach. Like, what what are you talking about? You just said he's done a bad yeah. job, but still think he could see the SEC program. Like, what? You saying who wrote that tweet told us all we need to know. Exactly. I I, I was I reading a – It's a hate follow for the, sure. Uh, oh, I can't remember who it is. It was, uh, it was on Yahoo – Dan Wetzel, he wrote an article about Vitech this week, and they uh, they had under Beamer eight straight double digit win seasons in the prime, and now I mean they got to do something. It's over. Yeah, I mean they've lost to ODU. They're consistently not showing up on like big games. Their players transfer every year. They don't have a single NFL talent on the team. No, no, they're not. I mean they had like a hot start last year. I remember like they beat some garbage teams, and then all of a sudden it was like. And then they went. Then they went out on the island, to Old Dominion. That was the first time they ever played at out on the bay. Yeah, it was like a high school field. It was and crazy. they got waxed. And they got waxed. <laughs> They'll never go back to that place again. Um. So, uh, yeah, I like your call there. The ACC is very down. Duke could be the second best team out there. So that's going to be, uh, you know, a race to see who gets demolished by Clemson in the uh, conference championship. Uh, even though Clemson did slip a little bit last week uh, at North Carolina, but North Carolina is one of those teams that is going to have games like that. They're just playing for Mac Brown, of course, and uh, getting fired up for certain games. But anyway, we'll move on to uh, to Mike's next game. All right, so we've going to the Big Twelve now. We've got Baylor plus one at Kansas State. I like I like Baylor here. Wildcats just came off a devastating loss to a good Oklahoma State team that we love to put money with. Uh, Chubba ran 373 yards on them last week. Chubba Hubbard. Um, or at least the whole offense, at least. But that's their weakness, is Kansas State cannot cover the run. Uh, clearly, their win against Mississippi State isn't as impressive as before. Two weeks in a row, they've been outgained yardage-wise. I mean, they won two weeks ago, but last week they were outgained and going to get beat. So Baylor has looked really good offensively. They got a good win last week to Iowa State and a solid corn-fed defense. Mm-hmm. If Baylor can pressure the line and limit the run, they should win this outright. So give me – we don't need points. Give me <laughs> Baylor. Yeah, Baylor has kind of been, been a little bit lower scoring than years past. Uh, the new regime is kind of like really insulated or finally taken over. And, you know, back-to-back games were the highest uh, score or back-to-back wins and the most points they've scored is 23. So, um, not used to seeing that in Waco. Uh, but, yeah, so that's um, – you got a uh, Baylor plus one uh, with Kansas State and uh, Clay. What's your uh, what's your next one? All right, last but certainly not least is another one of Mike's and my favorite patented head-to-head matchups. Give me the Auburn Tigers minus three and a half on the road in the swamp. This line started Florida about a three-point favorite, quickly shifted to Auburn. Now it's at three and a half. This Florida team fraud. <laughs> that is a, that is the theme of today's 
Today's pod is we're exposing frauds. They're a top 10 fraud. They're Felipe Frank's injury away from losing by double digits in Kentucky. Bo Nix, meanwhile, and Auburn slowly getting it going. This Auburn team, this is what Gus is known for. Just the offense picking up steam and just getting a little better each week. A little better each week. That's what his two teams that have gone to national championship games have done. That's what I like with this team. The defensive front on Auburn, give the young kid Trask from Florida some fits this weekend. Auburn with a 10-point victory on the road in the swamp to solidify them as an early national contender because some, somehow people still have them on the outside looking in. This week, they'll be on the end. Yep. And you got this game too, Mike, don't you? Yeah, I had a premature horn because I wanted to <laughs> say it's another matchup for me and Clay. <laughs> but either way, this matchup hasn't happened since 2011. So let me state my case for Florida at home as a dog. Dan Mullen. Uh, Auburn definitely was dominant last week against an unprepared, non-urgent, nonchalant Joe Moorhead bully team. Uh, I can't really emphasize enough how much deer-in-the-headlights looks he had on the sidelines this weekend, but I digress. Unreal. Uh, Florida's biggest test this year is in the swamp. I love it, Uh, besides Miami, which they just kind of pedal-paddled through. I think it's a good opportunity to fade Auburn, considering most of the public's going to really probably look at them for the most part just because of how bad they beat Mississippi State. Florida's just a good defensive core. I think they should be able to limit the, the run here. Give me – I'll fade Bo Nix going into a real environment. Give me the home dog. Yeah, you're taking them plus three and a half uh, in the swamp. Um, going back to Clay, uh, I heard last week – I mean, they maybe I've talked about this earlier in the season, but they said that Malzahn picked back up play calling this year uh, from – you know, he had kind of let it go for a couple of years to offensive coordinators, but he's back. He's got his freshman QB, Bo Nix, in there. You can just you can just see it on his face how excited he is for this team. Like they they really you, made you just, that that second best team in the SEC. You just have to worry about Malzahn. The fact that he always loves being having to be the smartest guy in the room. Him and Hugh Freeze have that same syndrome. Mm-hmm. Malzahn can be pounding at eight yards off tackle, and he's got to run a double reverse toss. He just has to do it, and they'll lose eight yards. Yeah. But it's just like sticking the needle in your arm. You just got to get that high. You have to. Because if it busts for a touchdown, obviously they're writing articles about how he's the best offensive genius of all time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you're exactly right about him. That's, that's spot that, on. That's my one. Yeah. Gus Malzahn always just has to be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, and, and that's the one thing, too, that I would have to say that, uh, you know, we obviously, me and Mike, uh, oh, everybody really is very familiar with Dan Mullen and his time at Mississippi State. But there's, there's this little part of me that wonders, like a home game, obviously Mullen knows. You know, he beat LSU kind of in this spot last year, a little bit earlier in the season, I think. But, you know, nobody was really looking at Florida um, and, and, and really kind of, you know, won that primetime game. I could just see some weird stuff happening, and Mullen just – over there with that weird, like, grin on his face at the end of this one. So, I'm just really ready to watch it. So, this is definitely going to get the main TV. Yeah, it's the only game that we've talked about that anybody's going to watch besides the Friday night game because it's really the only one. So, yeah. Uh, I don't – Rab's doors under the lights involved him anyway? That's TV one all weekend. (laughs) You're not wrong. That's the one with the volume. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one with the surround sound bows. <laughs> hey, do you have cable box fixed? 
heard there was a little water in it. Oh yeah, we're we're back in business. Comcast actually replaces for free. Very nice of them, but wow. I was I was shocked with their customer service. That's, oh, that's corporate customer service at its best. Free yeah. say, that's not what you uh, that's not what you normally get from get from them. But um, yeah. don't try to cancel your service; they'll probably shoot you. Um, but, uh, or don't. <laughs> or what? Or double charge you to get out of it. You're exactly. They'll get you. Yeah. But you can spill you can spill a 16 ounce bottle of the Zani in it and be good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they'll, they'll just trade it right for you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, I think that finishes up all five, uh, games for each of you guys, obviously going head to head in uh, Florida and Auburn. So that one's going to be fun to watch just for uh, everybody involved. Um, but, um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to get to the voicemails and the callers here in a little bit, but is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about, uh, heading into the weekend? Um, obviously, uh, uh, you know, looking for, looking for some winners. I got a couple digit dog of the week. Oh, what was that, Clay? Sorry. And then we'll go do double. Uh, I was going to say, I got to hop off because I'm in a different time zone, but we are going to give a shout out to Jeremy Pruitt. Just when we oh, think no. Tennessee could, couldn't hire a coach that would do ha, would say more embarrassing things than Butch Jones, Butch <laughs> Jones said champions of life. He raised his arm at Florida when they lost in the swamp. He did countless embarrassing things. But what Jeremy Pruitt has now done – might have topped it all. I, I don't know how the kid would still be on the team. Jeremy Pruitt, he's fired at the end of the year. There's no way around it now. Yeah, you said it best. It's really setting up for them to find an easy way – or not an easy way, but setting up for them to find a way out from that contract, um, uh, maybe with calls. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, they're definitely – Fulmer is just licking his lips ready to get on the sideline. Uh, Fulmer <laughs> would jump out there today if they let him. He may, he may be, you never, we haven't, we may have to wait on Saturday. He may be there. They have a headset on. He'll pull in against he, Mississippi State next weekend. <laughs> please do it. And then he, he would, he, he would run to interim and he rolls us. He, oh, it would, if, if he's coaching against Mississippi State, all my money is going on Tennessee. We're going straight to uh, Tunica. No, they'll carry him off the field on the shoulders and he'll feel just like 98. <laughs> just like 98. Yeah, so we definitely don't need uh, – Joe does not need to be staring down Fulmer across the field uh, next week. But, um, but yeah, so I did forget about double-digit dog. Obviously, if you want to run through that real quick, what did you uh, have, Mike? Well, I'm two and three in our double-digit dog. I, I rolled with Tennessee. They got destroyed. Never again. I ride with my alma mater. Never again. I got Cal plus 18 at Oregon. I just feel like – I know that the Cal starting quarterback came out, but they still got a good defense. Oregon, besides putting up 77 on Nevada, really hasn't averaged that much scoring. So, I think Cal keeps it close. Yep. I like that one too. Uh, what do you uh, – you got one, Clay? Yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, Bowling Green plus 45 and a half at Notre Dame. Huge spread. Notre Dame's in cruise control, getting ready for the back half of their season. Give me Bowling Green. It's a classic, like, 26 to 13 win that they dominate, but, like, never. Where they, just, they just don't have to lose. That's the whole yeah. goal. They're just pulling everybody. They got walk-ons. Rudy's out there. So, yeah, uh, I like that. Offsides. <laughs> Offsides. Uh, yeah, no, I've actually had a little bit of luck in these. I got um, – I got one last week as well uh, with um, uh, with who did I have? Um, totally forgot, but I got it. I hit it. Anyway, obviously, wasn't that? <laughs> obviously, wasn't winner. That memorable. 
Um, this week, I was really tough. To, I was choosing between two, two games, but I think I'm going to go with a little less Miles Magic, plus 32.5 at home, Kansas versus Oklahoma. Uh, just I don't know, Oklahoma's rolling. But just part of me wants to, you know, thinks that there may be a, a close first half in this one. Obviously, not picking them to win, but um, there's not even a money line actually right now in this game. But um, I'm thinking Kansas 32 plus 32 and a half at home versus Oklahoma. Maybe some late scores there. So um, we'll see how how good of a quarterback whisperer Lincoln Riley really is when he goes on the road and faces less miles. He hasn't had to play less miles on the road yet, so we don't know. What to expect. No, true. No, neither of his two back-to-back Heisman winners have. Now we find out what he's about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're fan um, the dark horse Heisman winner. Yeah, that's true. Him and Justin Fields looking like they're top two right now. Um, in two of them. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But anyway, we'll let Clay get out of here, and then we'll get to the voicemails. Uh, but obviously, uh, looking uh, looking forward to a good week and some winners. Best of luck to you. All Tom. right, boys. See you. Appreciate it as always. Go, go Auburn. <laughs> War Eagle. Um, War Eagle. See y'all, boys. See you. All right, so let's get to these callers real quick. We uh, once again were graced, uh, Mike. We were graced with uh, a Vegas Dave call. So uh, wanted love to, those. Well, yeah, exactly. Wanted to get right to that and see what he's doing down on the street. Um, uh, these autoplay videos keep going off on ESPN. Appreciate that. Um, so here we go with uh, with uh, hearing from Vegas Dave. Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah! What up? Back again. Vegas. Great week last week. Had a nice little 2-0. and Easy money. Uh, really starting to get the feel out here. Starting to ask around. Get the feel of the town. It's uh it's taken a little bit. I've been over here for a year. We've had our we've had our ups and downs, but uh starting to get on that heater and just don't let me get hot because Vegas Dave is uh starting to get there and we're trending. But um <clears throat> this week I don't have any off the strip picks. I've been doing a lone wolf pork chop got out of town so i've been doing my own thing so i'm back again at hard rock where it all went down last week um first game i got uab minus nine versus rice i just think that rice is god awful so really like uh the blazers to blaze away on that one uh second one i got Texas minus ten and a half versus West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia's been playing better, but and I know this is a horns down pod, but I'm riding with them. And um third pick, I'm rolling with my darling Oklahoma Sooners versus the last mile Kansas uh Jayhawks. Ain't no rock chalk in this one. Minus 33, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's a lot, but Jalen Hurts is on a mission, and I am too. Let's go. Good luck to y'all boys. Uh, Much appreciated, Vegas Dave. Thanks for checking back in uh, from the Hard Rock. 
Um, seems like a quiet uh, background there, so um, must uh, must be a slow night at the, at the Rock. Uh, but a lot of Big 12 action uh, taken uh, directly going against my uh, double-digit dog, so obviously there'll be some bad blood there at the end of the weekend. Um, <clears throat> but uh, a couple good picks there. I like, I like going with the Big 12, a couple games that we didn't have highlighted. Um, oh, yeah, big shout-out to Vegas Dave. Um, we're, we're both on the Jalen Hurts train, so I'm glad he's jumping back on it again. So I may have to hop on there with him. Yeah, no, that he's been, he's been super fun to watch. I really do think that, uh, they'll probably be an easy playoff team at the end of it. Um, and, uh, hopefully, uh, when is the Red River game? Actually, I'm going to look that it's up. It's next week, I think. Is it? Yeah, because Texas oh, has. And they play, I forget that they always play at like 11, right? For some reason, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, or it'll be the Fox noon game. It's a, uh, it's it's a, uh, it's well, it's nine a.m. my time, but it's eleven. It's it's a uh, yeah. Fox okay. Eleven. All right. So, well, they say the Fox at noon game. It's like oh. they they go like noon Eastern time. Yeah. 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 Big noon. That's it. Big noon. But I can feel like you if you take the opposite of Texas, it may not be a bad idea to look ahead game for both teams. I mean, if you can get them as high as – what's that line for Oklahoma, 33? 33. I got 32 right now for the for ours, but he got 33 a little earlier in the week. Okay, yeah. Obviously going down, a lot of money going on Kansas. Vegas Dave dropped it to <laughs> he <did>. 32. <laughs> he did drop it. Um, but, yeah, so we'll, uh, obviously a couple good picks there. We'll be sure to uh, check back in with him after his week uh, of picks, and uh, hopefully we get some heaters. Um, um, we also got another caller this week, uh, Snitch, is, uh, as always, uh, with a few more picks. So we'll go ahead and uh, get right to what he's got going on. Tell him to bring me my money. Yeah! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? The Snitch back week six. And, oh, what? What's that? Yes, it's Locktober, baby. Let's make some freaking money. I want to give a shout out to Lose Our Money Mike uh, for going three and two, his first winning week of the season, and I'm just so proud of him. He's worked so hard. He, he's fought through Wingover bets, and he's thought, fought through all the slander over the airwaves. And uh, you know, just congrats to you. Uh, I fell to uh, eight and nine on the year. Terrible one and two week. Um, yeah, it hurts. But we got three winners right here for you. I'm going Auburn in the Swamp, 230 CBS game, minus three. I'm going, oh, I'm going Ole Miss on homecoming in the vault. It's going to be rocking, minus seven. We don't need them. And last but not least, I'm riding the cut show. A cut above David Cutcliffe, Duke, minus four and a half against Pitt. Because, I don't know, I'm just feeling it tonight. Let's go make some cash, boys. Hey, Clay. I really appreciate the the kind words, Snitch. I have fought through a lot these these last five weeks, or four weeks, five weeks. Uh, but we're we're building it back up for a overall 500 years. So, maybe we'll, we get a couple more weeks hot. We may have to do a double-down wing guru bet, but we'll wait on that. And secondly, if you're going to take Ole Miss to cover seven, like with me, so you're making a good decision, you need the points to cover. (laughs) You said we don't need them. 
you would have to take Vanderbilt and say that. But either way, appreciate all the love. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's uh, he's right in line with a couple of Clay's picks there. Uh, obviously, taking the Auburn Florida game uh, with all of us. I got uh, both Wendike brothers <laughs> against me. I know, I know. Uh, so obviously, uh, at the end of the on Sunday morning, we'll be uh, <clears throat> we'll be um, rendezvousing to see who came out on top. Um, but uh, but no, appreciate the call in, of course, uh, from Snitch as always. And um, <clears throat> anything else uh, from you this week? Uh, we need to we need to hit before we get out of here. I don't think so. It'll be a pretty boring slate for the day, but mm-hmm. enjoy what you got and yeah. let's do it. Maybe uh, get a little early time checking the fantasy on Saturday afternoon. So, um, anyway, all right, guys, we'll see you later. See, see you next week. Peace.